podcast. Uh, Ginger is here with another episode of Fighting the Void, and we're getting to this live stream a little bit later than normal. We had a little <laughs> bit of technical difficulties and getting everything arranged, but we are here. So if you've been waiting, thank you very much for your patience. And if you're if you uh, catch us later anyway, it doesn't matter. So <laughs> ignore everything I just said, except for the welcome part. Now, uh, with me today is actually, we've got Redback filling yes. in filling in for my normal lovely co-host, Crystal. And uh, Red's been out uh, traveling the byways of the country and everything. So if you hear any strange noises, um, it... <laughs> She, she might have accidentally driven into the set of a Rob Zombie film, in which case we'll just have to cut our losses. Are you referring to my kids? I has has <laughs> being possible cast members in a Rob Zombie film? No, never. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. That'd be weird. <laughs> I would never do that. Now, just a little bit of background here, guys. Some of the uh, just get, getting this whole whole thing together was. Interesting, because I was originally going to be out hunting this weekend. So Red was going to be filling in for me. But then my plans kind of fell kind of fell through. Then Crystal was like, well, I got this other stuff that is going on. So then Red is going to fill in for Crystal. And it just it just it went round and round and round and round for a little bit there. But here we are. <laughs> we, we made it work and just hopefully hopefully Red survives our travels. And <laughs> Everything will be, you know, everything will be just fine. So our subject for today is actually one that was prompted by some recent political events. Now, we don't normally do a lot of uh, political hot take type coverage around here, mostly because there's already about a million people already doing that. Uh, But every now and then a topic does get prompted by whatever's going on uh, out there in politics. And for those who don't know, uh, Everybody's favorite uh, f- favorite white Irishman, Beto O'Rourke, uh, <laughs> decided to make another Hail Mary pass to get some attention for his campaign for president when he started saying that uh, we should get rid of tax-exempt status for any organization that doesn't do uh, gay weddings or anything of that nature. So we're going to talk about religious liberty a little bit today. <laughs> uh now, um, Red, well, Red, we were discussing earlier that a, a lot of this, a lot of the religious liberty topic does revolve around the LGBT issues, mm-hmm. but hardly exclusively either. Now, um, if, I were to, if I were to ask you, what would you say like the whole purpose of religious liberty actually is? Being able to do and think what you want. It's basically the same as liberty. It's just you put religion in. You substitute religion. I think that's fair to say. Uh, And uh, there's a common misconception out there that that the whole, that the First Amendment, which is, you know, the part of our Constitution that actually articulates this right, was designed to protect the state from religion. That was that. That was the real point of the of the separation of church and state was to keep religion from unduly influencing the state. Contrary to popular belief, it's actually the other way around. The founders put that in there so the state couldn't control your religion. 
so red, just like you said, it was a matter of saying the state isn't going to tell you what to believe. Right. Which uh, gets into, but that's unfortunately, it's allegedly been turned on its head. And now it's like, no, we don't want religion to have any say in what goes on in government to the point where you've got, well, I, again, um, we were, we are talking again beforehand about how this has gone on to where you've got people complaining about, uh, you know, a, a memorial on public land that happens to have a cross on it. Um, right. Or every Christmas you hear something about a nativity display that somebody suddenly <laughs> decides they don't want up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to laugh, but this whole thing is just ridiculous. People need to stop being pussies and just stop. Well, you want to know how you want to know how ridiculous it really is, Red? Uh, a few no. years ago, the ACLU was suing um, a, a, a town in I think it was New Mexico. Uh, I was it was like Las Cruces, which is Spanish for the crosses, and they had like three three crosses, you know, like the um, you know, like the like, like the you know hill and Calvary with. Jesus and the two right. thieves on either side, you know, that's part of their town seal. They were actually upset with them. They, they were actually suing them over that town seal to get it changed. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. No. Well, um, that's it. That's absolutely something that they should waste their time on. I mean, well, not, exactly. Exactly. Horrible. It's like, this is what you're worried about, people. Yeah. Or um, and a lot of this right now is just sort of setting the stage a little bit. Did you did you hear about that new ad from the uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation? Maybe, but I don't know it. I, I, I'm not sure, so you'll have to fill me in. It, that it, it, it was it was airing during the uh, Democrat d debates earlier in the week, and it was just essentially saying is essentially it was a it was a fundraising ad for the Freedom From Religion Foundation, which is basically dedicated to getting any sign of religion out of the public square whatsoever. And of course, uh, the spokesperson in the ad was none other than Ron Reagan, which is the uh, um, the, the jerkier member of, of Ronald Reagan's sons. <laughs> Yay. It fi finishes it off with, you know, Ron Reagan, unabashed atheist and not afraid of burning in hell. Okay. <laughs> Now they what? Are, that, that that was actually aired. What you just said, like they aired that. Exactly that. <laughs> word for okay. word quote. Nice. <laughs> and it was um, it, it aired multiple times during the Democrat debates. So clearly, they knew who their audience is. Let's put it that way. I mean, I I'm all for him having the freedom to choose that. I mean, sure. Well, yeah. Why not? Obviously, yeah. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Exactly. It's more the idea that freedom of religion is supposed to mean freedom from. It's like, uh, no. Um, so actually, let's let's dial it back a little bit. Kind of go back to the founding of the country. Um, you know, much has been made of the idea that uh, the original settlers and everything, the, the original pilgrims and all of that, they came here for religious liberty. Sort of. <laughs> they, they they came here to do what they wanted to do. 
Yes. Did they come here to allow religious liberty for anyone else? Yeah, not so much. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. well, that's how everybody no, no is. Thing. <laughs> Just be honest. That's kind of how everyone is. But freedom for yourself, but not necessarily for other people. That's how majority of people are. Yes, it does tend to break down along tribal lines very, very often. Uh, you know, um, a lot of people, one of the fun facts that people don't know, uh, for a long time, I forget the exact date, but for a long time in the colony of Massachusetts, it was perfectly legal to shoot a Catholic priest who happened to cross the border. Um, and, you know, that, 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 that kind of thing goes back and forth. Now, um, on a similar subject, uh, one of, did you get a chance to see the uh, link I sent you on the Maryland Act of Toleration? No. Ah, dang it. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I've been busy lately. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. You've, you've, been, you've been busy doing the things. Um, <laughs> now, uh, Maryland was actually was actually founded, as you might guess, as you might guess from the name, was actually founded uh, by Catholics as this is going to be the Catholic colony for people who want to get the heck out of England because they weren't terribly friendly to uh, Catholics any more than they were friendly to the Puritans. And, and so it was originally, again, set up for the, for the Catholics, but the founder, um, gosh, I forget his name off the top of my head, uh, but he was actually big on it. like, can we kind of leave a lot of the, uh, a, a lot of this, these religious divisions and everything behind when it comes to actually living together in the new world. Not, don't, don't change what you believe. Just can we not fight each other over it? That'd be great. Uh, was kind of his hope. Uh, and it kind of lasted in Maryland for a while. Uh, there was eventually the act of toleration that was passed in, in Maryland that said, uh, that, that said basically, if you, if you believe in Jesus and you believe in the Trinity, you're cool here. Now, it also said that if you don't, <laughs> you're not cool here. Uh, punishable by death. But still, that was like the first actual act of religious liberty that was passed in this country, if not the world, actually. As far as actual legislation goes. And unfortunately, the Puritans got control of it and basically repeat, got, got complete control of the legislature, repealed that legislation, and then suddenly in the Catholic colony, it was no longer cool to be Catholic. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go figure. Um, but there were, other, there were other acts that were passed in other colonies that allowed for a broader range, because again, it was, uh, it was typically highly tribal, where this colony was for kind of this particular branch of Christianity, this colony for the for the other particular branch of Christianity, so on and so forth. That's kind of how it first started out. But eventually, uh, people people in Pennsylvania and Rhode Island and a couple other places started allowing a little bit of leeway, and that it did eventually come together in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, where it was like, you know what, the government's not going to tell you what, just like we were saying. So, like you were saying, right? It was. Uh, allowing people that liberty to decide, okay, I'm, you know, I can believe this or not believe that. And if I change my mind, I'm free, totally free to do that. The government isn't going to step in one way or the mm -hmm. other. It's the whole point of the First Amendment. Right. Um, now, uh, I know you were looking at uh, some of, 
I know you were looking at some of the cases and everything that have that that have come about in more recent years. And I don't know. I just kind of what, what's your opinion of kind of what you've seen in the news and and those cases and everything as far as where we're at. As far as religion or like liberty as a whole, because uh, actual specifically, specifically, specifically religious liberty. Just like especially with churches, like they, if like you've seen it with the, with the baker guy, he, yeah. he had to bake a cake. Like he didn't bake a cake, and like everyone tried to destroy his business. I, I think that's kind of moved into the church too, where they need to have anybody in that specific community be able to head up a church, be a pastor of a church, be able to get married inside of the church. There are churches that have specific beliefs that go against that kind of lifestyle. It's not to discriminate. It's not to be cruel. It's, it's their personal belief. They believe that it's a sin. Now, there's other churches that are a lot more welcoming, a lot more like, hey, we don't really think the Bible does teach this, so we're going to allow it. I don't necessarily believe that, but I'm all for a specific church saying this is what, you know, we're a little more tolerant, we're a little more open. I'm all for that. Go to those churches. I don't think it's anybody's right to go into another church and say, we don't care what you believe, you're going to do whatever the fuck we want you to do. I don't like that. And right. I don't think anyone should have to live like that. Yeah. And I I don't understand. And this kind of goes, this goes back uh years as far as my thinking thinking goes on it it's like if you if 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 you're gay and you want to you're a dude you want to get married to a dude you're a chick you want to get married to a chick you know what i don't you know from a legal perspective i don't care go down to your local episcopal church and have a ceremony call yourself married i don't care <laughs> at all right <laughs> you know uh now you want me to give a stamp of approval on that, or definitely if you want to try to force uh, my church to sign off on it, no. And um, well, uh, it's and it's the, the forcing has taken various different forms along the way. Like uh, uh, one one again goes back a few years it was actually in Massachusetts, oddly enough, again uh, where during the time when Mitt Romney was governor. Um, and this was kind of in the early days. Uh, I think this is back in the late 90s, uh, early aughts, when, you know, the big drive for everybody to to get on the uh, get on board with the LGBT, LGBT agenda, LGBTQ, whatever, how many, however many letters there are, <laughs> get on board with that agenda. And uh, they actually forced... Uh, I forget that it, it was it was a Catholic adoption agency, and they forced them basically to shut down because they wouldn't because they they wouldn't uh, facilitate adoptions to homosexual couples. I remember and that. The state I was like, I'm "Well, sure I remember that." Okay, okay, and they were like, "Basically, you do this or you shut down." I'm like, I guess we shut down. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's, that uh, I remember like, that. Oh yeah, I mean it was it was big news at the time because it was I think it was the first time uh, something like that had happened in this country, and but it's happened elsewhere too. It's I I think I can say with very high confidence that it happened in Illinois, and I 
I think it might also have happened in New York, but I'm not, I'm not positive on that one, but I'm pretty sure about Illinois where the legislature just said, nope, nope, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to make a choice, which, yeah, <laughs> not a, not, not a, yeah, not a great choice. Why and mm -hmm, go ahead. Nope. Did we lose you? Red? I don't think so, but I am I am driving through a part where I don't think I have very good service. Okay, okay. For a second there, I I was thinking my jokes about you wandering into a Rob Zombie film actually came true. <laughs> Stop it! It nope, did not. Maybe it did. <laughs> They're good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I don't. I don't want. I don't want you coming, having an encounter with the Firefly family, and you know. Stop I, it! I, I get me to out. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Um, but uh, you were gonna say you were saying something when you cut out. I was just saying I don't. I don't understand with the whole adoption thing. I don't understand why. If you are in a homosexual, you know, relationship, there's got to be specific adoption agencies that would allow you to adopt. I'm sure there are. And if there are no. some other ones that wouldn't allow you to adopt, like, why do you have to go through those ones? Like, why can't you just, everyone just leave each other alone? Like, what the hell? Right. Right. Yeah. You think it would be you fairly can't force, simple. Yeah. You can't force your beliefs onto other people. As long as yeah. you're not doing harm to anyone, it's no mm -hmm. one's business. Yeah, yeah. One, one, would, one would think so. That you, you get into a definition of what constitutes harm, but I think that right. you know, it might even be a separate conversation altogether. Uh, and to be fair, well, let's this, not go down that route, road. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, this, and, and to be fair, this goes. The, this this can go kind of the other direction too. Like I was uh, reading about a case uh, from the Beckett Law Firm that um, it was about a death row inmate uh, who he wanted to, he was a Buddhist and he wanted to see a Buddhist whatever uh, be, you know, before he went to the chair, got injected, whatever it is they do in Texas. And, you know, and they were they were denying him the right to do that, to, to, to have a Buddhist priest, I guess, let's, let's call him that, to, to, to come in and do whatever it is they do before he was going to you know, go to his execution. And they were denying it, saying that he was a security risk. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the Texas, the, the prison, the prison, the state basically was saying, no, you can't have your Buddhist priest come in. And what do, what do they think is going to happen? Right. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the Beckett law firm, they actually, they basically, they won the case to where he was able to have them come in. And it was literally like a last minute thing. Like he was going, oh, good. he was going to be executed. And it, and all of a sudden, some people came up and said, yeah, not quite yet. You know, it's like you, you put your, you put your needles down for, you put your needles down for an hour or so. He, he's gonna have to go have a chance, which is good. That's just as it should be. Right. It's, it's religious freedom for all or religious freedom for none. none. Because as soon as 
so you know you can take whatever the, your your preference is and you can impose it but as soon as somebody else gets power you're gonna you're gonna have you're, you're gonna be the one on the chopping block it's typically yeah. the way it goes especially I mean revenge is for one revenge is the hell of a drug uh, yes for some it absolutely is mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, hell, you know, you know something about that anyway. But that's again, <laughs> that's we're not doing that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't need to go down there. <laughs> no, we're having fun. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and again, the the whole thing was designed to keep government the hell out of people's religion, and the whole thing where it's you know. No law respecting establishment of or prohibiting the free exercise of religion. The whole respecting establishment of the way that seems to tend to get read these days is that we're not going to respect an established religion. By which we mean we're not going to give it the time of day. We're not going right. to. We're, we're, we're going to essentially treat them like the, like a non-entity, as though they don't exist. Uh, yeah, that's not what that means. That means we're, uh-oh, lost her. Dang, nabbit. <laughs> I'll keep going on here a minute. Um, what it was, what it was is the is respecting establishment of a religion is we're not going to establish a religion. You know, uh, in modern language, think of it as we'll pass no law concerning the establishment of a religion. Which again, it just means the state isn't going to tell you what to believe. It's fairly simple. And especially, it's obviously clear that's what they meant in the context of the very next clause, which is, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Because the exercise of a religion has anyone who knows anything about actual religion, as anyone who knows anything about actual religion knows, the free involves actually doing things outside of your church or synagogue or mosque or whatever. I was just, right. I was just talking about the act, the actual wording of the First Amendment and what that what it actually means. As far as you know, respecting the establishment means just means the state's not going to establish a religion, right? And that, that was so scary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and respecting and you know. The allowing for the free exercise thereof means you actually get to practice your religion outside the bounds of your of wherever it is you have your religious ceremonies. Because I mean, well, Red, what what does if you were to define practicing the, exercising your religion, what would that mean? Like if I say if I was in school or I was in college yeah. and I wanted to pray or discuss my faith, I should be able to freely do that. Mm -hmm. If somebody doesn't like it, they don't have to listen to me. They don't have to look at me. They don't have to be friends with me, but I should be able to do that. Absolutely. And and I should be able to bring a Bible anywhere that I want to, whether you like it or not. Yes, you should. And yeah. just, you and know, I'm going to <laughs> stop short of actually thumping people with it. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little. Well, you know, I mean, there are a lot of people that need a good Bible thumping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But usually frowned on to just randomly start, you know, thumping people with a Bible on the subway. All right, fine. Usually. I mean, okay. 
Look, I but, agreed. Okay, no Bible thumping anybody. Okay, all right, all right. No, all no, right. no physically Bible thumping anybody. <laughs> okay, all right, good. Um, now, <laughs> I, for, I forget exactly where I was. Oh yeah, um, but it means, but it, I mean, it also means being able to go out and, you know, serve the homeless, uh, help place kids in adoption. It, basic, basic standard works of charity. Uh, going into a prison. And being able to, uh, and being able to minister to whoever it is that needs it there, again, that applies for Buddhists and and Muslims as much as it does for Christians or, you know, Wiccans. I guess they probably can't let you sacrifice a chicken in the, yeah, in the prison. <laughs> oh I'm <my> guessing. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I guess for you, that too. If that's like your thing, okay. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how they would facilitate that i guess you don't know till you try bring me a chicken and a knife i don't think they give them a knife maybe they let them bring in chick-fil-a <laughs> it's jesus chicken I'm not allowed to talk about that well i mean right there there's Homophobic. another prime example of how uh in an innocuous and completely innocuous comment is something that's grown into the like the status of legend amongst the uh, LGBTQ people. You know, the, the, I mean, I think I think what a lot of that is is there is a certain mentality that goes along with that lifestyle for a lot of people. I'm not saying everyone. No, not but everyone. It, it almost seems like that's how that's the only thing that they are to them. Sadly, like that's just they're so caught up in their in their identity that yep. that's all they see themselves as and oh well we're special you're not like you're just not you're not mm. any more special than anybody else just because that's right. your lifestyle like i don't care do what you want but you're just you like everybody else sorry yeah it's it, it's interesting it, it, that just what 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 you said there how it Tend, for for many, it seems to completely define who they are. That reminds me of uh, I was listening to a this is again years ago. I was listening to a talk by a philosopher Peter Kraft, and he does a lot of talking to people from all, all walks of life and everything. And he was relating a conversation that he was having with a homosexual, talking about the um, the the morality and everything of it. And the guy was talking about the you know. I guess trying to be reconciled being a homosexual and a Christian or something like that. And, right. you know, Crave was like, well, which one of those defines who you are? You know, it is very much about that. It's like, which, which of these words has a bigger impact on who you actually are as a person? I think but, you're dumb to answer either one of those. Like, why do you have to choose between the two? Like all of these things are who I am. <laughs> Well, for, well, well, from from a legal perspective, that's that, that's one thing. But from a, um, uh, again, this is a, a bit of a rabbit trail. But you still, why would you define? Why would you use your sexuality, whatever it is, to say this is definitively who I am? It's weird. Like, I don't you go know. around and say I'm a heterosexual. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that you know, th this has taken on a lot of. The, the whole religious liberty thing. It, there's a lot of tentacles here. Um, we were, uh, again, one of the things we were talking about offline was how 
years ago in Connecticut, the, the legislature was floating the idea of being able to determine who gets to be on like a parish council to make sure that the money is getting spent appropriately, essentially. They wanted state-run financial oversight of individual parishes. And now, fortunately, that never made it out of committee because the... Because because the bishop the, the 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 local bishop got wind of it and basically organized um organized a massive protest right on the Connecticut state uh, state capital steps like that and it it died that legislation died a very swift death fortunately but <laughs> I mean I, how how would like your the local Presbyterian church stuff react to the state saying um we want tim to sit in on your meetings <laughs> and like who's tim oh he's you don't know tim <laughs> he's right? a great guy he's really concerned about you know making sure that you guys are doing things the right way and everything and he's just gonna you know send a little report to us uh, you know what that reminds me of red I, I, I don't know. Union. Yeah. yeah, which were basically Politburo spies, but not spies because they're totally open who they who they were and what they were doing, sent to make sure that everybody was towing the party line. Sean Connery killed him at the beginning of Hunt for Odd October. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it it's awesome. <laughs> But uh, and uh, again, we were talking about uh, it, this surprised you when when I told you about it in Houston. The uh, uh, this again, this is a couple of years ago. The lesbian mayor there was uh, you heard that some pastor somewhere had talked had talked bad about her or a policy or something like that, and suddenly she wanted uh, the text of like all the, the all, all the ministers' sermons in the area. <laughs> Like, She's so crazy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, <laughs> what it's are you flat doing? Out. Who cares? <laughs> well, again, it, 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 it is. It's a crazy who cares sort of thing, except, oh, crap, it's the mayor demanding this. So. Huh. <laughs> suddenly <laughs> you've got, suddenly you've got, like, the head of the local government wanting to know what's being said about her from a church pew. It's like, could you imagine, though? Uh -huh. Could you imagine yeah. what kind of like psychosis you have to have to be like, what is the church saying about me? I'm in transcript of all your sermons for all of time. Whatever you said about me, I want to know it. Like, what are you doing? Right. right. Now, now, where where they're going to go with this is that the standard thing has been that you don't you don't talk anything having to do with politics from from the pulpit is the way a lot of leftists would say and honestly even a lot of people that go to church on a fairly regular basis would probably agree with that premise that that's not where you talk about politics at all and as a rule you don't spend a lot of time getting into politics but it's taken so far as like you can't even have and express an opinion you can't talk about anything at all even what they're doing, even if like a policy runs directly contrary to the church teaching, you just have to pretend it doesn't. It isn't there. No, 
Like that's, and, that's the spot. That's the place where you should be able to do it. Right. Cause these are people that are going in to essentially learn how to live out their faith in like mm-hmm. the world that they're living now. So obviously you're going to want to go over some policies that are contrary to what your actual faith teaches. I think that pastors have an obligation to teach their congregation those things. Exactly. That is what they're supposed to be doing. Yes, exactly. It is exactly what they're supposed to be doing. It's just there's so many that don't have any balls. Balls, yes. Thank you. Balls. <laughs> you ain't You're got welcome. no balls. <laughs> exactly. Balls. I can't help how I say that, all right? <laughs> well, especially when you get worked up is when your accent does oh, come I, out. Yeah, I get so mad. I, I t- don't, don't worry. I, I won't try to get you to say water. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not doing that. I will no. never do that on air ever again. No. Uh, yes, you will. <laughs> Probably. Probably we'll get, will. You'll be able to resist. We'll get we'll get Juan on. Oh my gosh, I've got to get Juan on the show sometime. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, Juan, if you're out there. You're <laughs> Shut up. Shut I'm not sure up. what we'll talk We'll figure something out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yay. Yay. So then multiple people can make fun of my accent. Okay, yes. anyway. That would be the primary purpose. Uh, okay, any, cool. I love it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, some of these, it, it is this idea. And it's got a lot, a lot of pastors and everything out there have been scared of like the IRS and stuff coming down on them for a long time. Uh, which again brings us back to uh, to Robert Francis's original comments, and part of that it's not, there was something called the Johnson Amendment, which I forget I forget the wording of it, but it was very vague anyway. But it was used a lot to say basically the churches if you express uh, any sort of political opinion, we're going to take the we're going to send the IRS down and audit you. Essentially, is how. It, been used and interpreted oddly enough it's i think there was one time that it was it was only been used to actually prosecute anybody exactly once and if wow. i remember correctly there's actually somebody on the left <laughs> uh, yeah but that one time is too much too many even though it, 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 it is somebody that's on the left i one completely agree one time too many but it's just funny that it's it's usually the right that's afraid of this <laughs> thing actually being used against them when it never actually has been and like I said, they're 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 scared. They're they're browbeaten by like the likes of the ACLU, who will come in and say, "Get those crosses off your city seal," or you know, take down that monument over there because tax dollars are paid to mow the lawn around it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, I know, I know, but like the funny thing about that is like. Some Christians' tax money is going too, so I fucking wanted to stay there. <laughs> like, right. Keep it. Well, in right there, Red, you actually get you actually get right down to what is actually uh, one of the more important aspects of this entire issue, which gets down to okay, we all understand. Well, let's just say the federal government does what it's supposed to do and just stays out of it. Right. What about the local government? What about the municipality? Uh, you know, let's break it even down beyond beyond the state level. Let's get down to like okay. the local city government, and you know, should they be able to say, yeah, we, 
we're totally putting a nativity scene up in front of the court, the local courthouse during Christmas. Or, you know, and do they have to, if there's, uh, if there's five Wiccans in the town, do they have to put up uh, a, a stone phallus as their winter solstice symbol <laughs> or whatever? Um, whatever I mean, it is they do, I honestly don't know. I, honestly, I would say the government should just stay away from doing that kind of thing. To, okay. to be fair, I think I kind of think they should, because obviously they're different different faiths, and I think. See, I don't know. It's so tricky. Exactly, and this gets down into it's complicated. It, it is. It, it legitimately is, and, and this this is when you kind of drill down to this level. It is it is a stickier sort of thing, because you've got. On the one hand, I totally think a local government should be able to. Be like, you know what? Do what you want. You know, the local community should be able to decide on its own, essentially. Right. That we want this, we don't want that. I think honestly, that should be. But okay, let's apply. Let's take that same thing and apply it to pick anything else. Let's, let's pick another hot hot button issue. Does that same mentality get to apply to gun control, for example? You know, does the does Podunk Town in the middle of Indiana, or but let's do something more likely. Let's say uh, a borough of of New York just says, you know what? No, no guns at all. Period. Total ban on any sort of firearm. That's a local community, presumably deciding what it wants to do. Now, it's clearly against the Second Amendment. But should they be allowed to do it because it's the local community? And that gets down to again, where how how far down the chain of government is the constitution supposed to apply? And it's been a topic of debate. Totally, totally made my head hurt. I know. And, and it should, honestly, because I don't I don't have this completely figured out myself. Uh, there's something out there called I don't I haven't read up on this, but there is something called the incorporation doctrine, which has basically taken the federal the federal constitution and interpreted that, or at least parts of it, not all of it, just parts of it, to apply kind of across the board. But some parts not so much. So yeah, it is genuinely authority thing and I don't think uh, the, I don't honestly I don't think the courts have probably been consistent on on it as far as which interpretation of how the Constitution is supposed to apply you know hold sway and nor do I think honestly that I don't know if I'm 100% consistent on that uh, I don't think anybody is really no matter not. how much they want to say they are you're probably right now, as a general rule, I'm going to say, you know what? Uh, if if Podunk Town in Indiana wants to say, yeah, sure enough, there, there's going to be a Christmas tree, and we're calling it a fucking Christmas tree, uh, you know, outside the state capitol, cool. Uh, I'm 100% okay with that. Now, if now if they want to say, no, you can't have... Uh, again, your whatever whatever random solstice symbol. Uh, if they want to say you can't have that, that's that's where it's a little trickier. Because one, 
I would say if there's like a significant number of people in the town that 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 want that, probably, yeah, give it to them. If there's like just two people in the town that are trolling, I, <laughs> which is what happens a lot. I mean, that's, that's what happens when the atheists are like, well, I want my satanic symbol up there. I want a statue of Lucifer with children right. playing nearby it. <laughs> exactly. Well, first of all, there is no satanic Christmas holiday, so piss off. Um, <laughs> you're just being dick. You have to be fair. Yeah. Well, like there, it, is, it is being fair. You're not celebrating a holiday. Be quiet Tough. a second. Hold on. I was getting to something. You need oh, I'm to sorry. calm down. I'm like, the thing, the thing about it is what helped me understand it a little more was to look at it through that situation. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, imagine like being a Christian and mm -hmm. I mean, our, our country's kind of, whether people like it or not, was kind of built on Christian principles. It was, right. I don't care, don't argue with me, it just was. And all of a sudden, let's just say for some, some reason, it just went and slipped into another kind of religion that we might not necessarily agree with or adhere mm -hmm. to. And all of a sudden, they started putting up all these pagan type of things that we don't agree with and we think are wrong. And it was the government that was doing it. Like, how how would we feel? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think the government should be involved with putting any of that type of stuff. I, if people want to do it in their own community, like, that's fine. I think the mm -hmm. government should no no and, and that and that's and that's consistent or when you get down to like the local municipality level there's not a lot of dif difference between the government and the community it's kind of the. I mean, it's yeah, almost in that, in that situation. Yeah. I mean, not really. Yeah, no, I mean, if you want to, what's that? I mean, not really. See, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, it is. A, a, a community is just like a bunch of people that that think the same way and and are concerned about the people that live there and they want to do best for them. That's not necessarily how I look at the government, even at a local level. Nobody in a said community to me is trying to dictate uh, how somebody else lives, whereas the government is no. kind of trying to do that. Well, again, I would so say, it's not the same. I, I would say, if the if again, take local podunk small town, five hundred people or less, uh, you know, oh, you mean like you're not you're, you're, you're not telling state. any if the government says if they say yeah, you, we're totally going to keep putting our Christmas tree up. Uh, they're not telling you how to live. They're just doing what they've always done because that is what their community, what their community primarily is. Like Did I lose you? Not the whole community. You see, it's it's. Can you hear me? Well, again, I, again, that, that's where that's where the community does have to make those decisions, and actually, I think they should make those decisions as a community what do we do here you know do, do we as a community choose to accommodate the religious display of these guys over here or not and 
you know, and again, if it's, you know, you've got, you know, say, say this random town, this hypothetical town has a mosque in it. Well, do they put up something for Ramadan? Maybe. I don't think they do put up anything for Ramadan. This conflation of Ramadan as being the same as being Muslim Christmas is stupid for anyone who knows anything yeah, about either. I don't either. even know what. It, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is. Isn't it like fasting or something? It's, I don't know. I'm so confused on what it is. It's closer. It, it's closer to Muslim Lent. Okay. So, okay. Now, that makes nowhere sense. near. Nowhere near the same thing, but closer to that. Um, okay, that makes you know, a more. <laughs> I know, <laughs> uh, but yes, there, there's there's fasting involved. It is, um, it is a time when they're supposed to spend more time focusing on on prayer and all of that. So it's much closer to to Lent than it is to anything having okay. to do with Christmas. It just happens to be that sometimes Ramadan, which is like a month long, by the way, um, sometimes it overlaps with Christmas a little bit. You know, it just like okay. it happens to be that Hanukkah. Uh, is close to Christmas, but it's right. in no—it's in no way, shape, or form remotely the same sort of thing. The, the, Ramadan uh, what, is now Muslim Christmas. Right, right. What, what, what Hanukkah actually—what Hanukkah actually is—is is they're celebrating the cleansing of the temple during the Maccabean revolt. <laughs> the, basically, basically a bunch of. Um, Basically, a bunch of Greek sympathizers and everything were basically ruling uh, Israel at the time, and they were using the temple in Jerusalem for a whole bunch of uh, pagan purposes and everything. And they were trying to basically get all of the still practicing Jews to stop being Jews. And See, that's totally uh, like there was that. a revolt led by a, right, yeah, and there was a there was a revolt led by the by a family the, the Maccabees, who basically. Uh, wound up wound up kicking these people out cleansing and and getting and cleansing the temple that's what hanukkah is celebrating it has nothing to do with anything remotely like christmas at <laughs> all <laughs> so again it, it's kind of like so now i'm totally cool if the local community wants to also recognize hanukkah great perfect if the local community also wants to recognize the uh Winter solstice. Sure. Knock yourself out. Go for it. What about what about the pastafarians? The ones that have the spaghetti monster. <laughs> you know hey. what? If they yeah, I like <laughs> if that's pasta. what they want to do. I like pasta. If they, if they want to stand they outside the courthouse and, and, hand out, and, and hand out bowls of noodles, fine. No, I think they wear like strainers on their head. <laughs> they could do that too. Just don't serve. I mean, just, I don't care. Just don't serve me the pasta in one of the strainers that was just on their head. That's all I ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess it makes sense within the community of them deciding what they want to do, but at a, at a bigger. Well, federal. Well, you know, level. let's let's go more macro with it. Let, let's go, let's let's go more macro. Oh, should God. the White House should the White House have a Christmas tree? That they that oh, they light no. up every no. year. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, here's where we might disagree, and where you're gonna go all Catholic on me. But like, <laughs> I don't I don't view a Christmas tree as anything specifically aimed towards 
anything religious anyway because it was more pagan than anything else. Certainly in its origins, it may well have been the the, the, like, the the use of the the use of the tree. Wait, what? Um, there there is evidence to suggest that uh, that such trees were used in pagan worship at some point, but yeah. uh, re regard re that regardless of that, we. It should I mean, make everyone it, happy that the association is obviously with Christmas. Um, you know, I'm just saying it should make it should make everyone happy. It was used as pagan worship too, so like the pagans should be happy. And I don't know, it's a tree and it has lights and it's very pretty. Like I don't see the picture. It is very pretty. It should be fine. And yeah, it's very pretty. It's not like they're holding up a Bible and they're doing yeah, right. Whatever. And see, and right there. I would say it's perfectly fine for them to have the Christmas tree because they're not they're not saying it's they're, not, not, grand, they're not granting a special favor to well, any. It's not a worship religion. thing though either. No one worships a Christmas. Well, maybe. And, and you're absolutely right. No one wor no one worships the tree, except yeah. maybe the pagans. So if anything, we should take it down because you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a it's not a cow statue. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and this is it. it's not it's not saying it's not granting a special favor to any particular religion whatsoever. It's not giving anybody a special place in the law. It's not no. saying is that. I mean, I can see the argument that was like, well, you're privileging them because you're giving them the you're giving that the public forum, the public display. It's a it's a tacit endorsement. Uh, I don't. I don't Oops. see that at all. I just see it's it as like, a tree, and I think there's people. Well, I, I'm just saying. I can see. I can see the argument. Yeah. I. I, guess. I, I, I can. I can see it. However, comma. Um, you of course have heard the phrase "the wall of separation of church and state." Hello. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a tree, though. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm going. I'm, I'm going down a slightly different trail here. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> you, you've heard the phrase. Yes, of course. Does it exist in the Constitution? No. No. Do you do you know where the phrase actually comes from? Liberals. No, I don't know. <laughs> it, it comes from. It does come from Thomas Jefferson. It was. It was in his uh, letter to the Danbury Baptists, and they had written a letter to him, basically saying, "Hey, please pass." Please pass a bunch of laws that will build, build, build the kingdom, kingdom of God on earth, essentially, is what they were asking for. And, of course, obviously, they mean what they mean by that, whatever it is they, they meant by that, they specifically. And, you know, Thomas Jefferson responded, you know, um, hey, thanks a lot for your prayers and everything. That's super cool. But, you know, you might know that, you know, we have the First Amendment and we, you know, want to maintain a wall of separation between the church and state. So, you know, thanks again for the prayers. Peace out. Uh, now, that typically gets taken to mean that Jefferson wanted no no association whatsoever between the church and religion. They, they mass, again, a literal massive wall. Like, never shall the twain meet in any way, shape, or form. What those people don't realize uh, Thomas Jefferson himself was leading Christian church services in the Capitol building from time to time. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. 
I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Actual fact. So it's like, um, again, it, it's one, it would be fair to say that that can be interpreted in the light of, frankly, applying only to Christian religions. It is probably what the founders would likely have intended. But even let's just say they intended it to apply in a broader sense, the way that we would apply it today. Uh, it still was clearly, they understood that, as you pointed out, the country is fundamentally Christian at its root, at its roots. You know, again, not explicitly actually in any of its documents, but every single principle that the country was founded on came out of Christianity. But again, I would say that it should be applied in a broader context to again, where the, you know, everybody should essentially have the same rights before the law, which obviously I don't think anyone particularly disagrees with. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. Oh, no, yeah, that's probably true. Much to, <laughs> much to my dismay, I would probably be extremely surprised. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, it gets in, th there's a lot of tangles to these things. And yet when you drill down, it does get, it, it does admittedly get a little sticky. And I think in certain cases, there are good arguments on both sides of things. Now, at the same time, I'm definitely not in favor of forcing any particular religion to do something that is explicitly against their teachings, which is seems to be the way that uh, Beto and people like him want to go. All right. I think, I think what it is, is, it's almost like because they've made that, I mean, that's entirely who they are as people. And that's their identity. It's everything that they are. They are nothing else in their mind. So when somebody says, I don't agree with that, it's it's become in their mind a personal attack. And you're they, erasing me. Yeah. They think that because they, you don't agree, like you don't agree with their lifestyle. That means you hate them. They don't understand how you can do both, how you can still love that person, but still disagree with their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like you can do both of them. They are not you know, exclusive or mutually exclusive. Right. Right. And, and again, I mean, that's just, that, that's, that just gets into where the, the biggest conflict happens. It happens to be right now when it comes to the LGBT issues. Like again, the religious liberty thing, has got many, that, that octopus has got a lot more arms, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, again, the, you got, one of the big ones was passing Obamacare. Are they going to force? Uh, are, are they going to force you know religious institutions to pay for abortions, or for those uh, institutions that disagree with certain forms of contraceptives? Are they going to force them to pay for those? Answer is uh, yes. They're going to try, <laughs> and they have. Uh, the most famous case was actually the Little Sisters of the Poor. It was a, a small a small religious order that said no. We're not going to pay for contracep contraception in our insurance. It's just not going to happen. Nor are we going to refer you to one. Nor are we going to give money to a third party who will then who will then fund the you know fund the contraception. It's like no 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 we're we're not doing it. Uh, and the Obama administration actually sued them. <laughs> sued oh. a bunch of little nuns. Wow. Yeah. 
uh, and you know, took them all the way to court. And they're actually, and they eventually won their case. And but neither won the case or was eventually dismissed uh, by the Trump Justice Department. I, I forget which, but somebody else just sued them again. So now they've got to go through this all again. Like, how entitled has society become that we just think that if we want something, we somebody else have has the to right to force somebody else to yeah. pay for it, even though it goes against their beliefs? Like, what? I just, I don't, I don't understand. I just yep. fail to understand it. Yep. On um, it's and it is unfortunately that we've it's very unfortunate that we've gone this far down this. We we slid so far down the slope, essentially, and it that's exactly what it is. We have slid down the slope that a lot of people were predicting ten, even twenty years ago. It's like this is this what's going to happen? No, you're crazy. You're crazy. That's never going to happen. We're never going to be talking about forcing people to do uh, gay weddings or force people to pay pay for abortions or uh, you know force these guys to uh, take down this money. Eh, nobody's talking about that. Like, we're like, yeah, no one's talking about it now, but it's going to happen. And here we are. You know, just like, just like, you know, five years ago, nobody was th thinking that we'd be arguing over who gets to use which bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, nobody thought that was. That was going to be be a thing. Only the craziest people on the right would have been like that. Right. But here we are. <laughs> well, I I have a theory about what's going on. Did you see that movie? Um, what is it called? It's Jim. It had Jim Carrey in it, and the whole, the Truman Show. Mm -hmm. Did you ever see that movie? Yes. Yes. It's actually yeah, one of it's, the few Jim Carrey movies I actually like. Yeah, it's almost like we're living that out, but instead. It's it, it's almost like did you ever see Candid Camera? Oh yes. Do you remember that? It's like the world is one long, long, horrendous episode of Candid Camera where nothing is actually real and this is all just fake and pretend. Like I had a conversation with somebody the other day on Twitter, oh. and I they were a fetus isn't a human. Like a fetus is still it's not it's not a oh, baby. That. It's not real. But these the same person. Well, women can have dicks too. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, yeah, you're just then, waiting. For, you're just waiting for the old ball guy to jump out of the bushes and surprise! You're on candid camera. Or yeah, or oh, like that punk. It's a horrible nightmare. Or like that punked with Ashton Kutcher. Does it pop out like you've been punked? Ah, you got me. Like something. Yeah. At some yeah. point, someone to say, "Hey, this is all a joke. People aren't really insane." And like, I had. I had this conversation with my mother, what was it, a week or two weeks ago, last time I was up there, and I said, you know, did you ever feel like you're seeing, and everyone that you're arguing with that is is thinking a lot differently than you, and they're just talking so crazy, and least they're talking crazy in your mind, and then you stop and think, you're like, wait a minute, oh my God, am I the crazy one? <laughs> it's like, maybe it's me. Well, like you know, maybe women do have penises. <laughs> and then <laughs> then you say it out loud and you're like, nope, nope. That's it's the crazy one over there. It's not me. <laughs> nope. Oh no. I, I was having I was having a very similar conversation with my wife the other night. 
And I was like, yeah, every now and then I do. I was like, I asked myself, I was like, wait a minute, am I the nut bar? Am I crazy? Oh my God, God, it's me. The way I figure if you're asking yourself that, there's a good chance you're not. Yeah, crazy people never say, it's the same with like narcissism and stuff like that. Like a narcissist would never say, am I the narcissist? Like they would never do that. Just like a crazy person. Crazy people don't say, am I crazy? They just get a lot of aluminum foil and they like barricade themselves in their room. It's true. 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 Very, very, very accurate, I would say. But yeah, I I just kind of wondering, you know, as we're, you know, yeah, we're kind of like Jim Carrey tossing about on the ocean, uh, on the the fake ocean, hoping that we're going to find an exit door and then pop into the real world. But uh, (laughs) meanwhile, meanwhile, Ed Harris, who I don't know, is really Jeff Zucker over at CNN. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it's, 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 it's like more waves, more wind, lightning. You got it. <laughs> Keep them from getting out. Uh, and, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, th- th- there's a real world out there, but by golly, if it's not hard to find, if it if it isn't hard to find it. <laughs> I don't know. People keep talking about like aliens being real and stuff. And I just, I, I, I can't see if there was any life form outside of us that was more intelligent and further advanced. I really don't think they'd be stopping here. We don't, like you said before, we don't even know what bathroom we're supposed to be using. Exactly. Exactly. We don't even know. We don't even know who's got a pee pee or not. Right. And, and like and aliens, aliens are supposedly abducting us. What for? Like what are, maybe what they're, they maybe they're confused by the whole transgender thing. Maybe they're trying to figure it out. Maybe that's why they put stuff in butt. That's why they're doing the probing. That's why. That's totally. You, have you yeah. noticed our conversations kind of get really weird, weird when it's late? Yes. Yes. Our, <laughs> our, our conversations suddenly start to go really downhill when you hit that hour mark. <laughs> Alien probes. What? <laughs> from... from from Thomas Jefferson's letter to the Danbury Baptist to anal probing. <laughs> all in one episode, everybody. You've got it all here on Fighting the Void. Yeah, and so and someone's gonna be listening. I thought this was about religious liberty. What does it have to do with anal probes? What is happening? <laughs> well, you know, does religious liberty apply to aliens? Oh, we have to do that one another time. It's a topic for another time. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, who knows? Aliens, aliens could be themselves be an interesting topic sometimes, just because. That'd be fun. I'm sure you know. we'd have to make sure that like Crystal's on it too. Crystal oh, abs- likes that weird stuff too. Oh, abs- absolutely. And you know, I, I just I just want the crazies to do something a little more interesting than show up and have a Area 51 and have a music festival. <laughs> So I was I was really disappointed. I was looking forward to some action, and it's just like, no, no. I'm sorry. This country deserves a better class of crazy. I mean, I'm trying, but my finances are very limited. <laughs> no, no, no. You you don't need to go to Area 51 and, and stage a revolt. That that would be bad. <laughs> that would be bad. Then no. we probably would have to have to write your obituary, and it would say strange things, and just no. Oh yeah, I forgot. We said that stuff off the air. Let's not repeat that situation. No, 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 no. We won't repeat any of that off the air. Let's just say, out of context, it might be disturbing. <laughs> oh, All right. I'm so glad I'm almost home because I have to pee. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Speaking of just saying random weird things. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, Internet, now that you know that Red has to pee soon, <laughs> I think it's about time to wrap this one up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And especially if you stuck it out all the way out to the end, thanks for uh, paying attention to our wild and crazy rambling. And I hope you were able to make the connection between Ed Harris and the First Amendment. So, again, uh, next time on Fighting the Void, I'm not sure what we're going to have exactly, but I know Jacob Airy is on deck to be for October 30th, and we're going to be discussing the Joker movie and probably some other stuff, too. Oh, so, nice. Uh, th thanks, Red, for coming on and uh, filling hey, in for Crystal. And, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, especially being patient with us. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. <laughs>